That's fair. He's been averaging like two plus steals a game. Give me Reese. I want Tyrese Albert. Reese Albert for MVP. Yeah. <laughs> While we're at it, give me Pat Bev for a dark horse six man of the year. I was gonna say defensive player of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Take it all back. Give me Kevin Knox off the bench. Kevin Knox off the bench for MVP. Six man, right? No. For MVP. Kevin We're getting silly at this point. Second string sports viewers, the Pistons are winning everything this season. Welcome to episode 23 here. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan episode. Not Michael. So, Sokovia. Whoa. Whoa. We're going to have to stop, man. <laughs> That's not on to Second string sports viewer, you know. Oh, it's also what Kobe, dude. What episode would, no. yeah, what episode would that have been? That was a while back that we talked about the GOAT debate. We're still in the old setup. Well, it could have been like the first five episodes, wouldn't it? I don't think it was that far. Maybe first ten. Oh, seven. You guys can go back and do your historian research. Either way, that's not on our topic list today, but we do have a really good episode in store for you guys. Before we get started on that, though, a few ways you can support us. First of all, if you're watching over on YouTube, you know, seeing us right here. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. And ring the bell. Ring the bell so you don't miss another episode. That's the most crucial thing here is you guys being with us every week, leaving those likes, subscribing, comment with us. You know, if there's something we're talking about you guys want to get involved in, do it. We're going to talk back with you guys every single week. We love that. Give us feedback. Give us anything you want down there. We'll interact with you guys. We love it. We've had some comments on the last few. I've appreciated those. Um... Outside of that, if you're a listener, you know, you got a long road trip, you're sitting at home, you're baking or something, you know, it's Christmas Eve, you're trying to get that turkey done or something, you know, whatever. Or ham? Ham. People do ham, right? Turkey, ham. I don't don't make the meals. Either way. (laughs) Either way, whatever you're doing that you're listening to us, can't watch us over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, over there. Make sure you follow us. And the most key thing over there to get us out there, give us a rating. Five stars is really appreciated. Five stars helps us get out there. It helps other people see that rating and listen to us every week. Helps our name get out there. We appreciate that big time if you guys could do that. Outside of that, if you want to support our growth, the biggest way you can do that outside of basic subscriptions, check out the merch. Uh, I know Zach's wearing one. I'm wearing one under... No, I'm not. I was wearing one underneath the ear, but either way, I do have a hat. This hat won't be released, but this... This hat will be released, but this hat is a sneak peek to something you guys will see. Speaking of that, speaking of that, a new drop is coming in November. Your mug? A new drop. I do have a mug. I got stickers. We've got hats, everything. I'll get to these. A new drop is coming in November. I don't have phone case. A new drop is <laughs> coming in November. One of these episodes that's gonna break. Durability. I don't have anything official yet in terms of dates. I'm hoping for that first week in November. 
but you know I've got some crazy stuff in the works it is going to be our biggest drop yet by far there's gonna be some super cool stuff out shorts will be one of them I do have the shorts in this week they they are super comfy they're not my expected material but the fit is good right above the knee they're comfy the design quality is nice it's something that I can actually put on this website and feel confident with it I wish the pockets were a little deeper I have to be honest with you guys but otherwise the shorts are great I love them uh, big things coming to the store for real Huge things, medium things coming to the store. <laughs> Believe me, you guys are gonna love the next drop. <laughs> you guys are gonna love the next drop. Uh, is there anything else? I don't think there's anything else we need to talk about before we get into this. Right? No, okay. No. We'll get into the episode though. The NBA is here. We've got yeah, games uh, Wednesday night, the opening games. We've already I'm talked about so those. Excited, Opens back up Saturday That's after that. Crazy. I'm excited too. There's a lot of NBA coming. We're getting our fantasy league going tonight. Um outside of that, we won't talk the games quite yet till we get to them. We do have a little bit of news, not a ton of it, before we get into some early awards predictions. Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins have been extended by the Warriors. I didn't expect it to come this early, but it did. Jordan Poole has a four-year, $123 million extension with incentives of up to $140 million. Wiggins has a four-year, $109 million extension coming his way. What does this mean for the chemistry amongst the team after the Draymond incident? Etc. 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 I mean, it's still gonna be business in the bay. That's, That's what Jordan Poole says. Obviously, they've apologized to each other. Dream was true enough. I think this though is. I think it's silly. It just gave those dudes a lot of money. They just gave them the bag. They did. A lot of money. Right after this incident, too. Just pretty much telling Draymond, pretty much telling Draymond, like, hey, there's not a lot of room for you to grow with this team anymore. This might be your final run with this group. And I think the second Draymond goes, they're going to championships. He's the glue, man. Legitimately, Draymond is the glue. You look at every year they've won the chip or been to the chip or been deep into the playoffs. Draymond Green's right there in the center being the leader. Yeah. (laughs) For reason to go. Once he's gone, that is a massive piece. That's the Von Miller. Of you that don't team. Th- you don't think Actually. that like Draymond would take like a pay cut though? Depends on how the chemistry of the team is. It's how bo- it for me cut. at this point, it's boom or bust. If you boom and you win a championship this year, then yeah, Draymond can take a veteran minimum and keep winning chips. But he can win Jordan type rings out here. But if it's yeah, a bust, if they don't win the title, I'm sorry, Draymond's out of there. I mean, that's fair. I just don't th- you signed both those dudes for four years. And you're willing to give like up your one of your franchise centerpieces that's been there for like the last If you can keep years. them, great. If you can keep the two players you just extended, Steph, Clay, and Draymond, dude, you're going to be winning games for time to come. And plus, you still got James Wiseman under contract. Yep. You still got... Uh, yeah, but how long are those rookie contracts? James Wiseman's he's got one more he's on his final year of his yeah. rookie, isn't he? So you gotta, gotta pay the team option. You have to yeah. pay him, but he's got a team option at the end of this one. I'm pretty sure he's gonna win his bag if they have a, if he has a good season. It's gonna be his first full NBA season. If he has an even remotely decent season and a championship, he's gonna win his bag. He can take that team option and stay under his current contract. 
I don't see that happening for a young guy or like Wiseman. Signed for millions more. Dude went to Memphis for the bag. You think he's not going to want the bag at Golden State? <clears throat> if he's smart, he won't. That's fair. Depends on what he values, which obviously we don't know what he values. But dude, if you're in the NBA and you're on a championship team and you're valuing a bag over a chip, you're a piece of you're a piece of garbage. You're not there in the NBA to win. At that point, you're there to make money. I don't think anymore. There's a lot of guys that aren't necessarily there to win Stop. chips. There's a lot it's of dudes business. there to get their money. <clears throat> it's a business, man. It's a business that you're guaranteed money every year. That's that's a rabbit hole we could go into for. I just don't get it. For quite some time here, I think money in general has kind of ruined professional sports at least a little. Because you look back in the day, we're not going to go down it too much, but you look back in the day to teams like Jordan and Kobe and all that when they weren't getting paid. Jordan was making like $2.4 million million a year, and that was one of the biggest contracts in the league. And now dudes are making hundreds of millions of dollars, and it's like, if that wasn't there, all you're doing at that point, you're competing. You just have big, like, million billionaire, you know, owners. There's too many business opportunities nowadays for them to really be focusing on basketball. I'm not going to say you're not focusing on basketball. I don't play your sport, obviously, but I, I I guess in my mind, I feel a little bit like money has psychologically ruined competitors in the league. I was watching a video, and I think it was 92, that the salary cap was literally $15 million. Yeah. yeah. Evan Fournier off the bench is getting 15 mil. Granted, back in those days, there wasn't enough money to go around Dude, for... Dude, just put it in hundred, the printer. Hundreds of millions. <laughs> put it in the printer. Just click print a few more times. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of right there, I could have just... No, I don't think the Warriors go off track at all here. No. Um, I think... I think Draymond is too much of a professional to let this sudden kind of slap in the face to bother him. I think he's too so much of a... make it a lasting thing for yeah. him to be, uh, like, pissed off. He's uh, been a leader on this team, and he's been <clears throat> underpaid on this team, quite frankly. So, I mean, I think he's used to it by now. I think he should have won a deep way in, in those years. I think he should have at, at least one. At least one. I agree with that. I kind of agree with that, too. Uh, speaking of deep way, though... We'll transition that right into our early NBA awards predictions. The season's about to start, which means we can make some early, way too early picks for what we might see during this season. We'll start right now with rookie of the year. What are our rookie of the year picks here? I can't think. Of I didn't put odds up or anything because I wanted us to actually, no, I, actually make our own picks. Yeah, I said it before the podcast, but I honestly think uh, Benedict Mathurin. I think he's gonna blow up this year. The Pacers. I think the Pacers are gonna be a decent team. Ooh, he'll be a key piece on that team too. Yeah, Tyrese, if the Pacers are winning games. Tyrese is probably gonna keep doing Tyrese things, and they still have Benedict Mathurin. Depending on his role, he could really open up a lot for Tyrese as well, yeah, which I like because his his playmaking ability is insane. Mm-hmm. The ability to allow Tyrese to be off of the ball more than he currently is would be nuts. He's a solid two three guy that can, yeah. and he's young as hell, so you know he's going to be able to defend great. You know he's going to be able to get up and down the floor, which is probably what's going to make Indiana this year. Speaking of uh, Iowa, Iowa State players and Tyrese. I really, really, really kind of like Keegan Murray to win this award just because of where he is at with the Kings. My only problem with it is 
If the Kings the don't Kings. win games, if the Kings don't win games, it's impossible. You're not, then you're not getting a rookie of the year. Um, I do think his numbers will jump out above a lot of other rookies, but I just don't see the Kings being all that successful under just him. Because after that, they really don't have a whole lot. So they got rid of a lot of their teams. I mean, they got Jaden Hardy in the second, which I think I think he's going to have a surprising year, but I don't think it's rookie of the year worthy. No. Um, so could we? I mean, I can't go against my guy Jaden Ivey. Gotta take Jaden. I can't go against. Him. <laughs> You're not gonna actually go all Pistons picks, are you? Can't promise anything. Okay, I do like the Jaden Ivey pick though. The Pistons have some promise this season, a lot like the Pacers. Did we not say that Kate Cunningham was gonna be rookie of the year though? <laughs> we did. He was close. He was right there. What's wrong with you? I don't know, man. Didn't we say Patrick Mahomes was the best quarterback in the NFL? At one point, yeah. <laughs> we can get in there already. I do like the Jaden Ivey pick, though. I think the the Pistons have a lot of a lot of upside this season. I think Jaden Ivey's in a role over there. I don't see Jaden Ivey being that that guy quite Dude, yet. I'm giving him 15 and 10. A what? 15 and 10. This week is Cade gonna average 25 and 10. Jesus, man, going for. <laughs> no, Cade will average probably 21, 22, and then like 5 or 6. He'll be like 21, 22, and then 5 and 5. And then Sneak Bay will just be a, just banging through. He's probably <laughs> averaging 50. Outside of the Pistons, defensive player of the year. I don't think you're getting a Pistons pick in for this one. Guy Nanasa, Tete, Kananu, Kananapu. You're going to go Giannis for Depoy? No, I'm going to go Giannis and Tate Kanana Kanana. I don't know. I kind of like a. I really kind of like a Rudy Gobert or a Cat. I think that Timberwolves team. Cat? He's one of the worst defenders I've ever seen in my I really life. think that Timberwolves team is going to put a lot of emphasis on the defensive end of the ball this season. And I think one of those two is going to have to jump out on that team for that to be a possibility. Obviously, Rudy Gobert is my front runner there. But I, really, I, I don't know. I kind of like a Rudy to get another one. I really do. I, I know that's an Minnesota. easy pick, but I think he's in a really good situation in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So, Bam's also. I, say, I like Bam as like a sleeper pick. Not necessarily sleeper, but like. Bam's always right there in yeah. that award, but never never really finishes that one out. Give me Joel Embiid. I like that MVP season Joel Embiid. We're not too MVP yet, but MVP season Embiid also went in deep point. I like Blocking it. three three balls a game. Jeez. Three blocks a game is a lot, Joe. Hey, man. I'm pretty sure last year he was averaging like two. I think it was 2.3. I think it was 2.3. Which is still like, come on, man. That's been crazy. Per game? That's a lot. He's just out here just two. That's a statistic. You're not getting any. Balls up. That's a statistical feat, though, to block three hey, shots a game hey, over an 82 game. If anybody season. can do it, Joel Embiid. To not have does one off game where you're blocking three shots, not under three shots. Does the NBA do uh, comeback player of the year? Uh, they do like a most improved, but it's such. I didn't put it on here because it's such a shaky award. It doesn't make any sense. Like you have Jaw winning most improved last year when Jaw was expected to be an All Star preseason, as opposed to Jordan Poole going from a G League guy to an NBA champion. Yeah. Like, 
the most improved never makes any sense. It, it's stupid. Personally, this year, I'd probably put someone like a Zion Williamson as frontrunner for most improved because he didn't play last season, just like Ja has a good season. Boom, they give him most improved purely because of his Zion's name. Play 16 games for our own. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, um, is that be that big and just be such a bitch? Did you make a deep boy pick? Uh, I was, I, I'm probably going to go Bam instead of Guyana's. I think Bam's got it this year. It's finally his year. He's been mentored under Jimmy. He's got that defensive dog mentality. He's got it. Can the Heat make a run then? If no. that's the angle you're going with. Here. No. It's Bam's yeah. year, but it's not the Heat's year? No, their offense is going to be shaky. I agree. Uh, I think they're very good defensively, but I don't think they score enough to keep up with the good teams. I already got my pick here. Sixth man of the year. I'm curious to hear you guys' Thoughts on the front runner here. It's obvious. What is it then? It's Jay Poole. It's not even close. Jordan Poole? It's not even close. Is it not even close, Joe? It's not even close. I don't even know who else could be in the conversation. Jordan Poole, Tyler Harrow. I mean, maybe Jordan Clarkson if he continues to come off. If Jordan bench, Clarkson right? keeps going off the bench for a while, yeah. Tyler Harrow just got extended. He's but I don't think Jordan Clarkson's probably going to play off the bench. Because it's just. I will say the, the top odds guys are Jordan Poole and Tyler Harrow. It's, it, I think I don't think it's close. I, I think, think Jordan Poole runs away with it because I or uh, Warriors team runs away with the league, but it's Desmond Bain in Memphis. <sighs> Memphis has had a little more success if he doesn't start. No. I don't. Um, I don't know. I think I still see him filling out that six man role. Personally. I can see. I it. think he should be starting, but <clears throat> I would have to agree. But I can see some him. guys come better off the bench, though. I know, but I'm telling you, like he's. I think he's better than Dylan Brooks. Period. I'll give you that. 100. <laughs> percent I think Jordan Poole runs away with this one simply That's because crazy. I think the Warriors run away with this league. But we won't get to that yet. Facts. Coach of the year. I'm not gonna go Dwayne Casey. Back to back, Steve Kerr. Or not back to back, but going Steve Kerr again. Give me Memphis's head coach again. Memphis's head coach again? Give me... This is, this is a bold one. Give me a dark horse. I know I've been saying this team a lot. Give me a dark horse Minnesota Timberwolves. That's disgusting. You build this... You put together a little squad here with Rudy Gobert and Kat. You get yourself up to a four or five seed. Tell me that's not coach of the year. I take one back. Give Cal- me the Cleveland Cavaliers coach. I like that too. There's a lot of coaches this year who have had good teams put on their plates who have the opportunity to make that rise. Yeah. I do think Steve Kerr is a very good option. Grizzlies head coach again is a good option, but I don't see them getting any higher than a three or four seed in that in that conference. I don't know, man. You see, I, maybe they just improve this year. Maybe. Or, they're, honestly, I, mean, they're they're just, I was going to say, it's just another year yeah. of experience yeah. underneath their belts. I could also potentially see the Clippers just because they get their guys back. I like that as well. Clippers are currently Ty Lu, aren't they? Is Ty Lu still the pretty sure Ty Lu is still the coach? Yeah, no. No, I want Ty Lu. That Ty Lu. Ty Lu wasn't even coaching Cleveland, bro. No, he wasn't. no. LeBron coached that. He literally told that little man to sit down on the bench. <laughs> Reg- like, I got the whiteboard. Reggie Jackson's starting over John Wall. That's asinine. Is it? They give me John Wall six man here. John Wall's a little out of his prime. I don't want to John Wall six man of the year. I'm just kidding. John Wall six man. I was gonna say Reggie Jackson as a six man always great. Coach of the year is a tough starting. One. Coach of the year is a really tough one. 
There's a lot of there's a lot of it could be freaking Eric Spolstra again. True. There's a lot of really like brand new teams. Depends on how Miami plays. There's a lot of brand new teams out there. (laughs) Like that. MVP race. Maybe it's Steve Nash. Who knows? The most fun one every year, except for not really, because it's always two big men in the past three or four seasons. But take that back. No. (laughs) Take that back. Okay, fine. Steve Nash sucks. MVP. Who do we got? Oh, gross. Gross, he's going to lead the Masters two MVP? seed. Yeah, he's going to lead the Masters two seed, averaging a triple-double. Mm. That's a good pick. I don't mind it, but who do you got, Joe? Right, give me Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is I've been riding. Year? I've been riding the Joel Embiid train since he lost the MVP last year. and I, He shouldn't have lost an MVP. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So, Joel Embiid actually wins an MVP. Can Nikola Jokic go back to back to back? No. I would. I would. I don't think the voters will go I would for it throw again. Up. I, would I think the voters will go for it again. I'd go to silver. If he, in a very stacked Western Conference, leads the Nuggets to a one seed, can you deny it? No, they'll have Jamal Murray. It will be him. <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. is going to be a dog. Arrow. It'll be blue. Jamal arrow. Murray's going to be a dog. Uh, Gary Harris. I don't know if he's. No, he doesn't play there anymore. He's gonna be a dog wherever he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, F F Jokic. Okay. Luka Doncic. Who do you think, Ethan? MVP. I was also probably gonna go Embiid, but I really, really, really like a dark horse Stephen Curry. I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see a little, a little last dance type with this Warriors team. Last dance. Curry and Clay are still there. No matter. I don't care if Draymond's gone. That team's still gonna be competing. Clay's on the last year of his contract, isn't he? I don't care. And you just paid. Clay will take a pay cut. Clay would take a pay cut because he know he knows his production last year wasn't good. It's shaping up. Do we see a really good season out of Curry? He was right there, third place in MVP you know voting last season. He was first for a minute. So he was. I take it all back. Give me Dame Dalla. <coughs> no. <laughs> I, give, I give you an even deeper. I said Dark Horse. You guys laughing me at the Dark Horse? Kawhi Curry. Leonard. That's MVP How is it asinine? He hasn't, he hasn't played in a while. You're going to come back, and what if you lead him to a, a chip? I know that doesn't mean anything in MVP voting, but... What if he's the best player on that team? And Give me he, AU. He proves it every night on the floor. Fine, I guess. I take Kawhi as a deep boy over MVP. I'm, I mean, give me, give me Joel Embiid. Oh, I'll take, uh, I'll take <coughs> Paul George as deep boy. He's been bowling on the defensive end for the last three years. That's fair. He's been averaging like two plus steals a game. Give me Reese. I want Tyrese. Tyrese Halliburton for MVP. Yeah. While we're at it, give me Pat Bev for a dark horse six man of the year. I was going to say defensive player of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I take it all back. Give me Kevin Knox off the bench. Kevin Knox off the bench for MVP. Six man, right? No. For MVP. Kevin Knox. <laughs> we're getting silly at this point. I'm, I'm going to take Joel Embiid in that one. I mean, I think it's finally his year as well. I think the Sixers have a breakout year in the East. I think it's I think Sixers. Sixers, four. Celtics are battling for that conference. With that, yeah. hey, man. They got to get over the hump at some point, right? With that, we'll move to our NFL recap. We'll let Zach have some fun here. Chiefs suck. 
The Bills take down the Chiefs on Sunday, 24-28. Josh Allen had 329 yards and three touchdowns. Chiefs turnovers and lack of quarterback prote- protection once again. Production. No, you meant to say production. Either way. Protection, key, and a big loss. It's like you literally just said if he wouldn't have thrown two picks and had one more <laughs> he had touchdown. A really big game. Yeah, so he if you would have taken really away the two things he did very badly... Literally costing another game. Yeah. Yes, he would have had a good this game. This is only one of their two matchups this season. Is it finally the season the Bills get over their hump, a.k.a. Patrick Mahomes, to get themselves That's the part I wanted to do. That. Say one of their two matchups this season? They're only playing once a year. No, they're playing in the championship. They played, I thought they played twice. This no, is, they're not the the literally saying they played twice. And the oh, AFC so, they're so they're guaranteeing an AFC championship. Yeah. I could have sworn the announcer said they played this, twice. That's the AFC championship matchup. I don't care what anyone says. I could have sworn the announcer said they played twice. Well, they must be predicting the future. They might be predicting the future. And in fact, I think the announcer said it multiple times, but either way, you're probably These guys will see each other again in the playoffs. Can the Bills finally get over that hump? They beat them regular season. If you see them again like you have, deja vu in that championship game. Andy Reid don't lose two games like that. Is it... Don't shake your head like that. Is it Josh Allen's time to get to the Super Bowl? Yes. Because of a regular season ball game. Because that defense is figuring out how to play against Patrick Mahomes and that offense. It's not hard. You don't think like he's have to figure some stuff out without pressure him. Oh. Which against what the happens to any, line isn't What happens hard. to any quarterback when they get pressured? Oh. Offense sucks. It's been the key to trying to beat Patrick Mahomes for the last three years. He's had bad games where he gets rushed all game and he just can't do anything. Super Bowl example. Anyways, Zach looks like this is why I hate Chiefs fans. <laughs> why Zach? No matter what, Patrick Mahomes has a bad game. It's never his fault. It's the offensive line's fault for him getting pressure. I'm not saying it's the offensive line's oh, fault. It's crazy. <clears throat> Those interceptions. Those two interceptions were his fault. Yeah, I'm not. Yes, he threw the ball. He threw the that into three, and the, yes. the second one, his second t- interception was into a group of three. At the people. end of the game, was the double right throw into the Bills player. Yeah, one of the double throws I think. The second one, he was trying to force it to MVS, who had a pretty solid game. Did. But then that right there also could have cost him the game, cost him the game because that right there was in the end zone. How is it, how I uh, this 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 is uh, oh, I'm gonna start yelling I'm not gonna yell. Sometimes this is right here why I do not like the Chiefs because no matter what it's never Mahomes' fault. I literally just told you after you said he threw the interceptions or we he did bad because his offensive line got pressured because he got pressured. He gets pressured and then he throws the ball to the other team sometimes. Every quarterback does it. I'm saying Patrick Mahomes is a human being. He f- up sometimes. Sorry for the effort. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Sorry for the effort. <laughs> it happens. He's a human. He's not a machine. He can't be perfect. Yeah, Cooper Rush got three interceptions too. Yeah, yeah. Cooper Rush against one of the one of the other one of the other better defenses. Exactly. The We're talking about the like the best defense in the league. We are possibly talking about the best defense in the league yeah. in the Bills. Okay, a good quarterback has a bad day every once in a while. He's had a couple bad days this year. It happens. He's a human being. Any other quarterback has this happen to It's not that bad. Any other quarterback. Yeah. Any other quarterback, it's not that he's a human being, it's that he's trash. He's not good. Like who? 
I'll, I'll say right now, off the top of my head, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo threw two interceptions just like Patrick Mahomes. They lost the game. Last, this week? Yeah. To the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons walked the Niners. Guess what? He also threw two touchdowns, just as many Patrick Mahomes. Probably had not quite as many yards, but still. He definitely didn't throw two touchdowns. They only scored 10 points, right? They scored 14, and he had both of the touchdowns. Okay. Yeah, because Brennan Ayuk had both touchdowns. I want to look at his stats. I want to look at Jimmy G's stats. My hands <laughs> Someone pulled up. I'm just saying that it is. It's he's just another man. He's just the another question, man. But any other quarterback does this. The question at man, hand, they are not good. The question at hand is: It too early, or can we say the Bills are the favorite to reach the Super Bowl? The Bills that. are winning the Super Bowl. It depends on the rest of the year. There's a lot of football as we played. It is a 17 it's week. How many, like how many yards does Patrick Mahomes have? Like. 280-some? Or, or was it over three? He had over three. He had more than... Oh, he did have over three because they put the stat up that he's had like he had, the most 300-plus-yard games. He had 48, 44 more yards than Jimmy G. With less... With more incompletions. Scored 20 points. Okay, so we had a, he had another touchdown from not him. So his offense... His, someone, his running back ran the ball in. Probably not. Yes, it did. That was their other touchdown. But no, they had two field goals. Yeah. They so did. he didn't do still score Dude, more. 62 yarder before the half. Thank God he's healthy. Holy shit. Yeah. <clears throat> and they should have lost last week too. But they did. If the Raiders were stupid instead of going for two and gone for <laughs> kicking a field goal. That's part of the game though. That's stupid. Well, <laughs> if this is any other quarterback, you are not looking at it as if he's just... Yes, yeah, so I'd be yelling that Josh Allen, if he had the same performance, that Josh Allen is trash. No, because Josh Allen wouldn't have this performance. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I mean, that's facts. Patrick Mahomes, his whole career, has been streaky. You can't tell me I'm wrong. He'll have games where he has five touchdowns. Week one had five touchdowns. Or, yeah, week one had five touchdowns. Next week had, like, two with an interception. Josh Allen, he didn't throw an interception until week five. He's had his up and down games, yes, but he's also put in a position to have to make more plays than a quarterback like Josh Allen. There's a lot of games where... Zach, you're literally just hating on him because he's Patrick Mahomes. There's a lot of games where Patrick Mahomes throws twice as many balls as Josh Allen. He threw just as many this game. This game, Had two less completions, two more interceptions... And like eleven or oh, nine so more he's yards. The, so he's just like the worst quarterback in the league. No, I'm just saying, stop writing Patrick Mahomes and blaming his offensive line. I yes. literally just told you. How, you, know had crazy, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? Joe Burrow has I'm literally statistically the worst. Literally agreeing with so Joe Burrow statistically has the worst offensive line in the league. He throws interceptions. So it's upset. Joe Burrow's fault, no matter what. No one ever talks about how bad his offensive line was. They yes they do they talk Danny Dimes they talk about how bad his offensive line is Danny Dimes that offensive line is quite literally atrocious has literally not almost not derailed Saquon Barkley's career they're doing great this season second and third stringers are doing great this season you know what's crazy we're gonna have a new line there you know what's crazy you know what's crazy what's crazy Danny Dimes isn't Patrick Mahomes. I wasn't no going to say that. No one in the league is Patrick Mahomes. Obviously. Okay? He's underneath the microscope. 
He's the face of the league. What else? He's underneath. He's underneath the golden microscope because he can do no wrong. It's the same thing. This that game. This game literally wasn't even blamed on Patrick Mahomes. You know what's crazy? Who Who's it blamed on? And the announcers were literally saying the receivers were, weren't running their routes correctly, and he was even though Patrick Mahomes overthrew them and or underthrew them. Okay, but you're getting mad at announcers and commentators <laughs> and fans. I'm trying to talk to you as a human being right here. I'm trying to say, hey man, I know Patrick Mahomes has bad days, just like any other quarterback. He's that not a god, okay? Look at it the same way Tom Brady was always looked at under the microscope. I mean, everything Tom Brady, everything Tom Brady did, it's either he's a god he or, oh, my God, performed. Tom Brady's. Patrick Mahomes has played four years in the league, man. And yet somehow he's a Hall of Famer and he's first ballot. And he won a Super Bowl. You can't say he's not on pace for Hall of Fame. Sure he is, but he's Dude, everyone's like, already looking like, at him as he's like right up there with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. And then right there is Patrick Holmes. Let's look at some numbers, though. Dude's played four seasons. Just stretch for a second. Dude's played four seasons. Mm -hmm. He, what, hasn't missed an AFC championship. He's won a Super Bowl, been in two. He's got the third most 300 plus yard games in NFL history in four seasons. I want you guys to take a step back. <clears throat> take a step back from his whole career. His numbers are great. I will not argue that Patrick Mahomes is not a good, great quarterback. He is. I may have said differently before. I never meant it. Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. I don't like the guy. I don't like the Chiefs. I, I do like Patrick Mahomes. I don't like the Chiefs. Let's take a step back. Let's take a step back. Let's take a step back. <laughs> He's gonna bring up Tyreek Hill. He's gonna shut up all his tools. Andy Reid, one of the greatest coaches of all time. How much credit does he get for running that offense? People say that not he's one of the best offensive. Travis Kelsey, one of the greatest tight ends of, tight ends of all time. They get I I just don't get where you Hill. I don't get where you see that they don't get their credit though. He got put into a situation where he could just go and do the things that he was allowed to do, where he could just throw a deep ball to a guy running fast down the field. Okay, and they give they do give Tyreek that credit for being fast. I mean, his nickname's Effin Cheetah. Literally, the whole four weeks after that playoff game, it was Patrick Mahomes that did it instead of Tyreek Hill running a fantastic route. Tyreek Hill on a ball screen wants 87 yards. Damn, what a pass from Patrick Mahomes. I, I don't know. It'd be the same argument for, like, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson deserves everything he's getting. He took it out this week. Uh, the the Ravens offense is Lamar Jackson. You realize Lamar Jackson... Okay, so what, what is the Chiefs offense? Well, hang on. No, no, no. Stop it. Stop it. Lamar Jackson had 12 touchdowns going into week five. That was more than every single NFL team combined except for the Detroit Lions. Okay, he's the whole team. Patrick Mahomes hasn't been. Well, he's he, had a run game. He's had a rush. He's had a, a, one of the best tight ends of all time. He's had a fantastic receiving core. And that's his fault? I'm just saying it's, it's not just Patrick Mahomes. Fault, though. I'm just saying it's, it's not fault. just him. It's his fault, though. It's his fault that he went to a good team and that they're performing well. It's Patrick Mahomes' fault. 
I'm saying it's... Is Tom Brady really the GOAT? He had two of the greatest tight ends of all time, the greatest head coach of all time, some of the best receivers we've ever what are the, seen. Some of the football. greatest defenses of all some, time. Absolutely some of the best defenses ever. The best kicker of all time. You know they never, literally, never one time drafted a receiver in the first round? Never. And never. They never drafted receiver number one. Wes Walker was undrafted. Danny Amendola undrafted. Do you remember the hero of do you do you remember the hero of uh, that playoff series when they went to the playoffs? Belichick took his wide receivers from foot lockers and rugby teams. And then Patrick, and then Tom Brady turned them into Danny Amendola and Wes Walker, first ballot Hall of Famers. Not first ballot, that's he last had, night. He had Hall of Famers. <laughs> he had Randy Moss. Got traded to him. You know why? Because because Tom Brady saw him and was like, I need, I want that. They almost had Terrell Owens, but he went to the Eagles instead. Almost. Name another receiver you played with besides those three we named. Chris Hogan. Exactly. Who? Who's that? Where is he now? Nikhil Harry. Who? Who is that? <laughs> I can, I, can, I can keep going. Chris Hogan, what has he done since that one run he had in the playoffs? Exactly. Should we just call Bailey Zappi the MVP this year and just have, have it over with? Is that it? Why the hell is Bailey Zappi the MVP? Because <laughs> he's won two ball games and he's looked very impressive. I don't know what the hell that's supposed to be. Oh, we're he's better than Patrick Mahomes. We've been okay. talking about this man for a little bit here. All I'm saying is... All I'm I want the Chiefs. I want you hate the Chiefs because it was a good organization for Patrick Mahomes to just step in and flourish. Here's why I hate the Chiefs. They become good. Everyone's a fan of them. All of a sudden, they're the greatest team ever assembled of all time. Okay. Here's another. You live in the state of Iowa. Of course, everyone around you is suddenly New a York fan. Yankees fan. Dude, my dad had ALS. Obviously, I'm a Yankees fan. Either but the Either Yankees way. are the most winningest program in MLB history. I didn't choose my dad to have ALS. I was just a fan of that. I understand that, but like, I just want Patrick Holmes to stop being looked at as this god. Okay, so call every media member and just be like, hey, and I just want, <laughs> hey guys, they're skipping Shannon. Can you like pump the? Uh, on Patrick Mahomes. You know, here, here's another reason. I watched the Bills game, right? They went to a commercial timeout, and they did it where, like, the game was here, and then the commercial was up here. The whole time the, on the TV, it was just on Patrick Mahomes. All he was doing was chewing on his mouth guard. Why does that bother you, though? Because <laughs> there was a play going on. On commercial? There, it was, like, the kickoff, and there was, like, oh. the kickoff. And it's like... You want to watch the kickoff? What yeah. They return it. <laughs> Either way, we're gonna move on from that. I just want some credit. The Jets are four and two. The Giants are five and one. The Vikings are five and one. I could go on with shockers, but the Packers, Bucks, Rams, Bengals, contenders from last season, big contenders, sit at or below five hundred. How do we feel about the new look NFL? We got a lot of young guys on these teams that are leading these teams to great things. The Giants are playing second and third stringers and going five and one against pretty strong opponents. Which of these just teams the Ravens? Which man. of these teams and went down? Be the Packers. Which of these Lambo. teams surprised no, you most? Sorry, in London. London. Uh, the Giants. I love the Giants. The yeah. Giants. There is. I also love the Jets, but that's. I also very much just, enjoy watching the Jets. That's a the Giants thing. surprises me a lot because you've played what? You've played the Rams. You have played. I think they played the Jags. 
Packers. Um, you played. You beat the Packers. Just beat the Ravens. I mean, dude, they're beating teams. The they're beating good teams. The Giants. The Giants. The Giants. They're beating good football teams. New York football with a fun beat watch, and yeah. battered squad. Saquon's healthy. He's playing really well. True. The Jets just needed Zach Wilson to be healthy, dude. Jets look good, too. Zach Wilson's like that, dog. He is gonna, uh, I'm saying right now, the Jets are going to have both offensive and defensive rookies of the year. Brees Hall, Sauce Gardner. <laughs> I'm telling you. I don't, I don't want to put it all on Brees Hall yet. I mean, he's had two really good weeks. Back-to-back 100-yard games. Yeah, he's had two very good weeks, but he didn't do anything at the beginning. Just all I'm saying, the, the Jets have played six games. Sauce Gardner has only been targeted 12 times. He has two interceptions. Yeah. Don't throw at Sauce. They don't throw his way. Don't throw at Sauce. They do not throw his way because he doesn't allow it. Don't throw at Sauce. The Jets' two losses was to Baltimore week one and then the Bengals week three. But then they beaten the Dolphins, who are one of the better teams in the league. Green Bay and Lambeau. Yeah. And then the Browns. But Brees doing the little Lambo leap. I like that. That's toxic. I like that. Oh. Anytime someone does a Lambo leap, it makes me so happy. Yeah. Besides the Green Bay Packers. Besides the Packers. Um, the Jets surprised me the most. Actually, no. The Giants, Giants surprised me, me the most. Jets excite me the most. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to agree with that. Sauce. Vikings. Sauce has not let a single receiver go over 40 yards on him yet this season. <clears throat> Which, obviously, you know, you got a lot of receivers out here that are only getting, like, two, three targets a game yeah. to go 40 Jets, yards is, is a task. The Jets' front seven is pretty good, too. They really are. They that Jets' defense in general defense. has kind of shocked me. They have a good defense. It's a really good defense. Um, I mean, and the Giants' defense has shocked me. I mean, both of those teams, the whole thing has shocked me. Dude, Kayvon Thibodeau's balling. He's playing pretty well. He's balling. He doesn't have those sack numbers quite like when he was at Oregon, but he's got those pressures. Pressures. He creates pressure on quarterbacks, and and it's it's fun to watch. Um, I think him him and... um, Hutchinson are going to be a really fun pairing to watch over the next eight to ten seasons. For sure. Speaking of Lions. (laughs) (laughs) Can any of these surprise teams legitimately contend this season? If so, which? I feel like the Giants have been contending and winning. They're in one of the toughest divisions. Games that they should not be They're in one of the toughest divisions. That is disgusting. To on, say. on paper, they're. I know, I know. It's yeah, disgusting it to think like just last year they were they were awful. Literally, their best team was eight. Yeah, I mean the Eagles are six and zero. Cowboys are four and two. Four Giants and two are five and one. Five and one. Giants. Oh, that's still. But the Giants have a tough schedule ahead of them. But they're winning games. The Giants only lost games, man. The only loss for the Giants is to the Cowboys. The Cowboys only lost is to the Eagles, and then someone probably shouldn't have. I think it was week one. Who? The Cowboys. Cowboys the lost most of the Bucks week one. Yeah, there you go. And the Bucks just got beat. To me, the team on this list that makes the most sense to contend are the Vikings. That offense has looked phenomenal the past couple weeks. Defense, to me, is still shaky, though. That defense is going to catch you. I think the offense looks phenomenal because <clears throat> of Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. 
and Adam Thielen. But I don't think those are your pieces. I don't, I don't think Kirk Cousins is doing anything special. I don't necessarily think he's doing anything special, but you just listed their pieces to help him contend. I mean, yeah. I mean, but I don't. I don't know. What's up, Zach? I don't trust that defense. I don't trust that defense at all. No. That's the one thing on that team that scares me a lot. They're getting a lot of is Patrick Peterson, who's out of his prime. <laughs> they get in a lot of not necessarily shootout type games, but way too way too close for comfort games is kind of what defines the Vikings. They should have lost to the Lions. They should have lost to the Bears. They should have lost to the Bears. There's there's a few games here that you know just you're not going to win them all. Miami doesn't have Tua Tagovailoa, and they lost their third string, so Teddy had to come back in, played a decent game, but... I mean, their defense is still their defense. Out of these letdown teams, can any of these yeah, guys... Yeah, they were getting run all over. Yeah. Justin Jefferson had a crazy game. He did have a crazy game. Dalvin Cook had, like, a 50-yard touchdown run. It was a good week for Vikings fantasy owners, I'll tell you that much. Can any of these letdown teams still bounce back? For me, I still believe in the Rams. No, Packers, absolutely not. I still believe in the Rams, and I think Tom Brady is washed. His divorce is really hurting him. I was going to say, was that Tom Brady playing that football game? No. Because it sure the hell does not look like Tom Brady's playing the football Um, game. I... Personally, as a kid, I would have loved to see this version of Tom Brady, but as a mature person who loves the game and understands the greatness of Tom Brady, it really sucks to see him come back and and go out bad. I mean, he's going to all of a sudden he should have been done go out Russell Super Wilson Bowl. style and just suck the rest of his career. Should have been, should have been done after his last Super Bowl. I agree. Should have uh, went the way of Peyton Manning. Win and leave. Win and leave. Win and leave. Get be bounced in one Super Bowl. Come back. Come back. Let the NFL rig you another one and get out. And then just get out. Just get out. You guys think any of those teams can bounce back? I do like the Rams. I believe in the Rams. I believe in the Rams as well. I think Matt Stafford will figure it out. I think they need to sign Odell. They're losing a lot of real tough ones. Um, But Allen Robinson looked nice in certain parts of that game, too. He did. That defense still has a lot of potential. I think the defense is shaky. It's shaky, but it's got a lot. It's got Jalen winning Ramsey. potential. Jalen Ramsey's been getting dogs. been dogging, bro. No, he's been dogging, bro. Off and on. Off and on. He had two sacks last game. <clears throat> Jalen Ramsey has Yeah, two he had two sacks, sacks last game. Corner like blitzes. <laughs> like that. Yeah. I like that. They were turning it up. I like it's, that. It's, it's fun to watch. Zach, what what do you, he's, he's been so quiet. Zach. Zach has been real quiet just, over here. I say three words and he's just like, I'm just, I have no words now. <laughs> I'm just blown away. I'm blown away About by what? what? Kirk Cousins. Is that still what you're blown away yeah. by? Yeah. That is ridiculous to say. <clears throat> I just think at some points that offense looks really good. And then there's other points where it looks like it's a high school, like Kirk Cousins like it's a high school offense. Yeah. I think you look at body language on the field, and Jay Jettas would blame Kirk Cousins for a lot of their woes as well. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> I think if it's. Ask Adam Thielen and Jay Jetta what they think of Kirk Cousins. There's ask a lot Kirk Cousins' stat line what. 
There's a lot of miscues on that offense, and a lot of times they're just looking saying, right back man. to that quarterback. I'm just saying. I watch. I watch the highlights. You I know it's crazy. Games. A lot of miscues on the offense. You know it doesn't get blamed on Patrick Mahomes. Any of the miscues. You know it's crazy. That's you know it's crazy. True. I don't think that's true. You know it's crazy. No, I want you to listen. I don't think that's true. I want you to listen. Top ten in yards. He's number eight. Number eight in touchdowns. This is Kirk. I don't. This is Kirk Cousins. I simply twenty fourth in the intercept in interceptions. Which is a good thing. That's a good yes. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Seventh in QBR. Good for him. That is good. I'm just saying the offense looks streaky at some points. But there's a lot of people out there that want to call Kirk Cousins a top three to five quarterback, and that's like well, those people are dance like ten. Dance. <laughs> that's like ten. And a I'm just saying, I don't think this Vikings team is going to be winning Super Bowls. <clears throat> no. No. But I think blaming their offense on Kirk Cousins is crazy. Eagles handled the Cowboys on Sunday night. I love that game. Cooper Rush throws three interceptions. I got you, Cam. I like Kirk Cousins. Cooper Rush throws. I like Kirk too. Cooper Rush throws three interceptions. Eagles look like the most complete team in the NFL right now with the ability to win games in multiple aspects. They've won on special teams. They've won on defense. They've won on offense. You're winning in the margins. That's where Super Bowl teams come. Philly takes a driver's seat in their division just barely over the Giants here for now until they play each other. Do they have the driver's seat of the NFL too, or is it too early to say that? The one thing that scares me about the Eagles is that the Cowboys did very, for like the third quarter, was they shut down the Eagles' run game. That offense crumbled. Yeah. Um, I I don't think they scored until the fourth. Until no, late didn't. in the fourth, the Eagles. They didn't. A lot of and it was their defense that got them jump started because they got that interception. A lot of that as well, though, is when you're up twenty six to three. I feel like you're gonna get a little bit complacent. You're gonna you're gonna slow down yeah. a little bit. But I agree, their run game was completely shut down, and that offense couldn't get anything going. And then their defense. And then and then once their offense crumbled, their defense <laughs> crumbled, and they let them back. At in one the point game. in that game, they had what three three and outs in a row, and yeah. they just three three and outs, and then mm, playing real slow. <laughs> I do believe, I think it was Miles Sanders who lost a fumble. I think it was. I can't remember. I don't even know if it was a fumble for sure, but. I think you're right. I, think I know there wasn't an interception. Jalen Hurts didn't throw an interception. Dude, um, that man is doing some wizardry on that field. I don't get it. The thing, the thing I hate with the Cooper Rush three interceptions is Rush won, what, four games in a row? Yeah, four games in a row. Had no interceptions. You had people talking about how he's a competitor for Dak's job. Jerry you know Jones crazy? is saying he's a competitor for Dak's job. Crazy. All of a sudden, he throws three interceptions. All of a sudden, the game and pressured him, and, <clears throat> and everyone gets thrown at him. And, no, and all of a sudden, it's only Cooper Rush's fault. See, that's what pisses me off, though, is all of a sudden, these things happen. And it's like, oh, he's just a backup. It's whatever. He's just a backup. His third like, interception. No, the one no, no, no. A week ago, he wasn't just a backup. A week ago, he was, oh, my God, he's competing for Dak's job. He throws three interceptions, and it's like, oh, you just beat our back. One of which was his fault. Like, I hate that narrative. I hate how people are so quick to jump say? ship. What are you going to say? I'm not saying. I hate how people are so quick to jump ship on a quarterback when they have a bad game. I hate his, his last quarterback that he threw, his last quarterback, his last interception that he threw was off his back foot getting pressured by Fletcher Cox and then getting absolutely obliterated by Fletcher Cox and underthrowing by a yard. That was his last interception that pretty much sealed the game. Yeah. 
His second interception, he was running for his life to the right and then threw it like diving sidearm like an idiot. Shouldn't have thrown it. He but wanted, he wouldn't be like Mahomes, you know? No. Make a play. But all of a sudden, he gets pressured. <laughs> he gets people thrown at him. All the interceptions are on him. It's all his fault. That's how it's going to be. Sounds like a Chiefs fan. <laughs> I was Either way, kidding, but okay. I, I hate that narrative for a whole different reason. I, I just hate the fact that Cowboys are going to lose a game. Dude, it's going to have a bad rough. game, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you didn't actually beat us. Our quarterback was out. Okay, but this was your quarterback that just won you four games. I still like Cooper Rush. I like Cooper Rush, too. I, I, don't think Cooper Rush. I don't think he's I don't a think, placer, but... I don't think Dak Prescott does any better in that game than what Cooper Rush does. I think he stays a little more composed. I think he has the ability to make more athletic plays and get out of the pocket better than Cooper Rush. I think okay. in a collapsing pocket, he's a much better off quarterback than Cooper Rush is. Get rid of Dak Prescott, according to Zach. I... Bad noise, man. Never said that. You basically have been calling for his job for the last three weeks. Because Cooper Rush has been performing. You're basically if saying you get rid of Dak Prescott. Cooper Rush's record is, is as a starter is six and zero, oh, except for last night. It's six and one. Okay. It's six and one as a starter. Dak Prescott's first six games, he won two. Two. And his stats compared to Cooper Rush's in those six games. He had like 100, 100 less yards and four more interceptions. One. Dak Prescott was a rookie, number 10 overall pick, just came into the system. Oh, here we go. Just Cooper, comes into the system. Cooper and Rush has been in the league for many years. So great. You have a Nick Foles-like guy to back up Dak Prescott on a really good season. There you go. Why? Why? You got an incredible backup. Why are you not appreciating what Cooper Rush has done for that man? You won four games. Congratulations. Dak Prescott was hurt. Good job for winning ball games. But this, this is Dak Prescott's job to lose. You know who else wins when they're quarterback? His job to lose? Yes. That is possibly the dumbest statement I've ever heard. <laughs> it's a starting quarterback's job to lose. Yes. What does that even mean? That means he's guaranteed the spot. So it's his job to lose, whether or not he oh, does his plays well. Lose. I thought you meant like, no, it's his. his it's his job to lose games. I was like, wait, <laughs> no. what? No, I mean, like, it might as well be his. In a pressure situation it's his starting job to lose. And I think it's a much closer race than what people are even in. I think I I don't think it's a distant race, but I think you look at it as Cooper Rush is an incredible backup, much like a Jimmy G when he backed up Tom Brady. Either way, you look at it don't as make Jimmy G comparisons. As he's an incredible backup, you continue on with your season in Dak. If Dak doesn't pan out, Nick Foles that mother replace him, and there you go, you move on. I don't think the fact that we're blaming all these interceptions on Cooper Rush is crazy. I didn't blame any interceptions. What? I didn't realize that when you get like a thumb fracture like that, that dude got a whole plate and six screws in his thumb. That's nuts. And he's got like, it's like a full arm cast too. It's not just like a little. It's weird. I never said the interceptions were Cooper Rush's fault. I didn't say you did. (laughs) Hey man, sometimes. Are you? Shit happens. Back to the question though: Is Philly in the driver's seat of oh, the yeah. NFL, or is it? Yeah, oh yeah, it's not, yeah. They, they are. No quite, thought to it. Are they? They are handling the league. 
As long the as the best teams they've played, though, I, as an Eagles fan, I gotta look at this in this way: the best teams they've played. You've played the Cowboys, and the next best team you've played is what? Probably the Jags, the Vikings, the Vikings, and they handle the Vikings. They, they handle, handle the Vikings. Vikings. I like that, but either way, that's what I'm saying. Like they've been handling teams. I want to see. I want to see who, how they play. Who, who, who I want to see how they stack up against a better contending type team. I'm still not sold on this division. It's still the, it's still those same teams playing each other that okay. sucked last okay. year. They're, name another top. I want to see. Team I want to see them against the Giants. I want to see them against a Bills defense. I want to see them against the Rams. I want to see how they stack up against those teams who are expected to contend. I think I Eagles see right now first. roll the Rams. I don't know about roll, but I think they beat them. I think they roll them. Roll them? Roll them. Um, the Super Bowl matchup. Well, really, do you think? You're not going to see I think Jalen Hurts. The Eagles play quite literally no on the regular of the year. <laughs> they got the Steelers. Not that good. Yeah. Texans. Commanders. Dude. Colts. Packers. Maybe. Titans. Dude, we're effing Super Bowl bound. Anyway. That's what I'm saying. What do you mean? They're <laughs> um, not going to lose a game for the rest of the year. Ah, I just, Literally, it doesn't get hard until they get the Giants and then they get the Bears. But I want to see them against... First of all, I want to see them against the Packers. See how they battle a little bit of adversity with a defense like Green Bay has. And then... Green Bay's front. Give me that, give me that Super Bowl matchup. I want, to see, I want to see how they battle a Bills team that can do it on both sides of the ball, just like Philadelphia. And you're not going to see that until the Super Bowl. Meanwhile, the Bills are going to get matchups against the Chiefs. How is how is Jair Alexander going to cover both AJ Brown and Devontae? Well, you can't cover them both. Well, that's silly. what I'm saying, man. Like, I don't. I trust me. I like the Eagles, but I can't. I'm not that optimistic. I'm on. I'm, I'm pretty well sold. I was going to say I'm on board. I'm, I'm pretty well board. sold on the. Eagles. Obviously, I'm on board. That's not what I'm saying. He's I'm saying I sold. don't want to get. Too much of my hopes up. I'm buying. I'm buying an Eagles deep playoff berth. That is what I'm buying okay. right now. I'll buy it. I definitely think they make NFC Championship. A hundred percent. I don't think there's a lot of teams in the NFC that stack up against yeah. them right now. Honestly, that would make me really happy if Jalen Hurts won a bowl. Me too. I'm um, upset. I don't know. Really I will say I think they make Super He's Bowl. OU, right? As of right now, Bama, Bama and OU. Bama and OU. Oh yeah, because Bama got replaced by Tua. Yep. Because he could. I will say when he played it out, I'm about 98 percent confident they make it to the Super Bowl. I am completely sold on this Eagles team. I, I, I think I watch the Eagles every week, and I every single week they surprise me. I, I, I wish I could watch their full games every week. I am very sad to I say live that. In Iowa, I so they, that's impossible. I think they fumble in the playoffs. I don't. I, I think. Th- I think just the young experience of it. I think the the a lot veteran, of veteran on I was that team. Say the veteran, on the is there's a team. lot of veteran on that team. I mean, the defense is just veteran. Fact. So like they Pure can veteran. literally just be like, "Hey guys, dude, Darius Slay, all we need you to do love. is go do what you've been doing all year and just score some points." Three of the Eagles like big guys on off on defense. Yeah. Former Lions. Yeah. Former Lions. Yeah. Hassan Reddick, Darius Slay, and then um, I just have to say. There's another one of the linebackers. Either way, Darius Slay, so fun to watch. I loved him on the Lions too, but so fun to watch. Same. He's a very electric player. 
I liked his pick this week. It was pretty cool. Me too. Every time he gets a pick, it's always an explosive one. DeAndre Hopkins is set to return to the Cardinals this week. Can it spark a struggling Cardinals squad? I care. To me, no. they just they struggled Robbie, on both sides of the Robbie ball. Anderson. They did. They did? Yeah, they did. I didn't really got cut. Your receiving no, core just got your receiving core just like got pretty people. dang good. Uh, well, I mean, after the blow up that uh, Robbie Anderson had, I don't. Know. That's what I'm saying. I I think <sighs> now Robbie Anderson's got something to prove. I don't think Robbie so Anderson ever should, I don't think Robbie Anderson should have ever had anything proved. I think Baker Mayfield sucks. <laughs> I agree. Because Robbie Anderson is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. I didn't realize uh, that. Cardinals bounce back. Give them Cardinals two. offense just got a lot better, but they're shaky on both sides of the ball, not just their offense. I think they need to stick with um, Eno Benjamin as their main running back. And then do they run like? It feels like thirty different dudes. Of the I know that's what I'm saying. If you keep Eno Benjamin as their main guy, you could do freaking play action, read options, triple yeah. options. You have Kyler Murray back there. Mm, I take it back. I swear. If you're a close you three, you should be just just deep diving into this offense. I swear you look at waiver wire running backs every week, and it's this Falcons running back, this Cardinals running back, and it's just different guys on those two teams every week. And it's like, what is going on? I take it back. It was only two. I misheard the announcer, and I thought he said. Uh, Alexander Whitehead, but he said Xavier Whitehead, but he said Xavier White, not Whitehead. So it's only two. But I didn't know they signed Robbie Anderson. Did that like just happen today? Yeah, it did. Traded for him. Fourth round pick. That's kind of crazy. Carolina was trying to get rid of him. Did like Carolina was quick to get him out of there, too. They have D Hob, Robbie Anderson, Rondell Moore. Yeah, it would be better if they had Hollywood Brown too, but oh, that's dude. why they got that would, Anderson. I'm, yeah. That would be one of the best receiving cores in the NFL. For sure. Our dude at work. Who is, is, you can't count out this Cardinals team. Our dude at work who is dogging us all in fantasy. Um, he picked DeAndre Hopkins. No one else picked him because he was suspended. He picked D-Hop. Well, he's already had the best receivers across fantasy. He's been putting up like 160 points a week with Cooper Cup. Uh, he also has Miles Sanders. He has Josh Allen. Um, he's got a really good team. And now D-Hop joins his team. So, yeah. D-Hop is always like either a fantasy boom or a fantasy absolute just crumbled dog <laughs> boss boy. <laughs> I had him last year. There's games you have like 20-some points. And the next week is like two. That's a lot of receivers, though. It's like, bro. That's almost every receiver. Supposed to be no Jamar Chase finally had a good game. Yeah. Holy That's shit. almost every receiver. Thank God. That was I mean, Jamar as a quarterback, yeah, you've got your number one guy, but you're throwing two, four or five targets a game. You're either going to have a boom or a bust game every time. That's why I focus my fantasy on running backs. Because they're guaranteed that 20-some carries a game. That's more opportunity. They're going to get their, like, 30 touches yes. a game. Yes. Um, Unless you're DeAndre Swift for some reason. You just don't get the ball, even though he will. one of the best running backs in the If league. he's fully healthy going into the next week, he will. Yeah, they'll come off a bye. Amon Rock comes back. Jamison Williams comes in. DeAndre Swift comes in. Jared Goff has a bounce-back week. And the Cowboys. <laughs> Go Lions. With Go that, Lions. we move on to college football pick-em week. Eight. Yo. I had a very 
bad bust of a week. Went one and five. A little upset about it, but it's all right. We're going to get straight into the picks. My record currently, I'm sitting at last now at 22 and 20. Joe is still in first at 25 and 17. Zach has moved up the totem pole at 23 and 19. We'll get into six more picks here. We start with a fun Big 12 matchup here. We've got Kansas at 5 and 2 going on the road to take on a struggling 3 and 3 Baylor team. Baylor's favored by 8 with an over under of 60 and a half. That's all I could think about since Saturday. Kansas, you guys convinced I'm never me. picking Kansas. You guys convinced again. me not to pick Oklahoma last week. Kind of upset about it, but it's whatever. I'm never I, picking Kansas again. I won't say this Kansas team is fraudulent, but they had not played any good teams yet until TCU, and they have lost ever since. I still think Baylor is a much better football team than Kansas. I think Kansas's offense, without their starting quarterback, out for the rest of the season, struggles against this Baylor defense. Baylor's 3-3 three and three at home. They're going to come pissed off. I think it might be their homecoming. I think Baylor, now I'm not going to say runs away with this one, but I think Baylor really, really needs this win. I think it's going to be a very good matchup, but I'm going to take the Bears. Go Bears. Go Bears. We all 3 and Baylor. Kansas. <laughs> I just completely off topic. Russell Wilson's only four touchdowns away from 300. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, he won't get him for the next three seasons. Yeah, that's good point. Uh, <laughs> Give him three weeks and he might get there. Either Dude, way. This game sucks on Anyway, it's going to be bad. <laughs> Either way, we're all taking Baylor there, and we will move on to our next pick here. I love this game. Number nine, UCLA at six and all, going on the road to take on number ten, Oregon at five and one. Oregon has played really, really good football since getting blown out by Georgia in week one. Oregon is favored by six with an over under of seventy and a half at home. This one's tough. I do. I will preface this by saying I do think UCLA wins this one. Give me details. But I think it's a lot better game than you think. My thing. Bonus is going to throw five touchdowns. Watch. Yes. <laughs> I don't think Oregon's defense is good enough to keep up with DTR and this offense we've seen out of UCLA. UCLA this is offense electric this year. is good. So good. I still can't wait to see him play USC. USC finally plays a ranked team and they lose. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't like Oregon in this matchup. I like this to be a very, very good football game. I do understand Oregon being favored at home, but let's be honest, Pac-12 atmospheres aren't the same as they used to be. That home field advantage doesn't exist. Give me DTR on the road. Give me Heisman DTR. UCLA takes this one. Give me Alonzo Ball. I'm going, I'm going Bruins as well. Got all Bruins here. I figured we'd go same on these so far. This game, we've got number no. seven, Ole Miss at 7-0. Going on the road, in the swamp, in the bayou, taking on LSU at 5-2. LSU has looked very good these past few weeks with wins over Kentucky and Florida. Ole Miss is favored by just a point and a half with a 66.5 point spread here. Not so long. LSU, not so long Florida. I'm not so long Ole Miss. Miss. Dude, Ole Miss hasn't Miss. played anybody. The Ole best Miss. SEC team they've played is Auburn, and Auburn almost beat okay, them. Okay, but LSU got dog-walked by Tennessee. Tennessee just beat Bama. Exactly. So <laughs> let Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Ole go, Miss. go Rebels. Yep. Taking Lane Kiffin in the Rebels. Go yeah, Rebels. Lane. I like their offense, bro. 
I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm, not doing I'm, it. I'm taking LSU at home. Ole Miss takes the first loss. I'm saying go Tigers. Ole Miss takes the first loss. Lane Kiffin, I hope you get left at the tarmac again. You can keep posting your weird little memes of your dog on Twitter. I don't care. LSU takes this one at home. Okay. I, I, I respect the pick. Go, I respect go going safe here. I go respect Rebels. going safe, but I'm taking the Tigers. And with that one, we'll move on again pretty quick here at our upset pick of the week. We've got number five, or number 25, Jesus. Number 25, Tulane, 6-1, taking on oh, Memphis at home. Tulane Green Wave. Taking on Memphis at home. Memphis 4-2. So Tulane's favored by a touchdown with an over-under 56 and a half. The reason I picked this as our upset game, I think it's going to be a really fun game. Memphis scores a lot, a lot, a lot of points. Memphis recently, in like the last <laughs> 10 years, has been crazy just good. Memphis scores almost 40 points per game, but they give up yards and points like it's nothing. Defense this defense. team gives up over 460 Ooh. yards of offense a game. It's an AAC team. And they give up over 28 points per game. If you get in a shootout situation, I think Memphis is capable of taking this one. If not, Tulane squashes them on defense. They win this game by a couple touchdowns. But I really like Memphis to take this one. I've been high on Tulane this season. Green waves. Give me the Tigers. I've been high on Tulane this season. They beat Kansas State. Thank you. But, uh, dude, I really like this game. I like a barn burner game, and I like Memphis to come in on the road and take a barn burner game. Give me the Tigers. You guys are both picking the Tigers? Yeah, I'm not picking the Super Green Go Green Wave. Go on Green Wave. That's, that's such a stupid name. I don't know anything about this Tulane team. <laughs> they're 6-1, which they got they seem pretty all right. Um, they're obviously ranked, so they must be decent. I test the committee's obviously looking at, so I, I don't know. Give me Tulane. They've got pretty Go big wins away. already. They've got two That's top 25 wins already this season. So. That's just a stupid name. Give me the green wave. That's just the green wave. Moving okay, on man. from that one, this is one of my favorite games okay. of the week here. This two, two potential Big 12 favorites here. Looking like TCU might be a Big 12 favorite here too. But we've got number 11, Oklahoma State at 5-1. and one, Just took a loss to TCU. Taking on number 20, Texas at home. Texas sitting at 5-2. and two. Texas favored by 6 points on the road with an over-under of 64 and a half. So Okie State loses to a really good TCU team. Texas gets Quinn Ewers back, and now it's... Texas struggled, struggled, struggled against that Iowa State defense this weekend. Is that what you... No. Texas struggled against against an Iowa State defense this week. Showed a lot of woes. Quinn Ewers was overthrowing balls like crazy under pressure. Oklahoma State's going to get that same kind of pressure. Oklahoma State just took their first loss. I really think they bounced back here. You were just saying the I Sanders still, guy, the Spencer Sanders is the, is that guy. He is now you, now you, Quinn Ewers. Dude, that was Quinn Ewers week. I know it's not on our slate, but Max Duggan out of TCU looks good. Kid looks phenomenal. Sign me up. I'm on the TCU hype. Kid looks I'm, not, I'm on that TCU hype. What are you doing? 
He was benched coming into the season. Frogs, baby. He was third stringer coming into this season. He told Coach, you know I what? If I had to be the best water boy there's ever been, I'll do it. But believe me, I'm a competitor. I'm on this team. Dude's putting up, dude's putting up some Heisman numbers. All I'm saying. All I'm saying. I, I like I like TCU. Either way, that's not the guy we're talking about. I'm going to be honest, you picked Texas, right? I'm going horns down here. I'm taking Oklahoma State on this one. Go Cowboys. Oklahoma State at home, bounce back game. You just took a loss to TCU. You cannot lose. They're not going to lose the back-to-back. You can't lose back-to-back in the Big 12. It will swallow you whole. Yeah. Especially on a team team that has, you know, Big 12 championship aspirations. Yes. Dude, I think Texas does too. It's Texas, dude. They're still going to end up end their season like 6-6. and I mean. Hey, Colby Colby was a dog back in the day. <laughs> he won like 10 games. <laughs> we got our picks there. This is the game I'm excited about. We've got our second string. 13 and a half points. We've got our second string sports game of the week. That is kind of huge. I went That's against Syracuse crazy. last week, but we've got number five Clemson undefeated 7 and 0 at home, taking on number 14 Syracuse 6 and 0. Two incredible defenses, two offenses capable of putting the ball in the end zone. Clemson favored by 13 and a half. That is gross. Over under 51 and a half. This is going to be a game. As it always is every year when Syracuse actually is a good team, Clemson and Syracuse, it will be electric. It will be electric. You guys put emphasis last week on Syracuse's home crowd advantage. It's true. We're playing in I'm not sure you guys know this. But I did notice that home crowd advantage. Syracuse's home crowd forced seven false starts due to loud I'm telling you, man. Seven of them. You don't want to play the Cuse at home. This is, a, this is a night game That's between it. Clemson and Syracuse in Death Valley. In Death Valley. You're going to see the same fan impact here. 13 and a half is drastic. I That's think huge. this game goes down to the wire. I think it's going to be a... Th- a but I'm going go Tigers three times this week. Give me Clemson. Give me Tigers. Go Tigers. Yeah, I'm taking the Clemson Tigers. Just, uh, Clemson. DJ Yugi Gailey's going to have a game. Luka Gagli. It's Yugi Gailey. Anyways. Um, it's Yugi Gailey I don't know. Syracuse's offense is good. Syracuse's offense. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Offense I think woken up a little bit. I think too, it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a really what? fun I game to watch. Game is. Oh, I, got it's a night game. I think it's a night game, right? I, I don't know. I think I think you're right. If it's a night game, it's a 7 p.m. Otherwise, it might be like a 2:30, which will still cascade in the afternoon. Yeah. I hope it's not an 11 a.m. because that's gross. Dude, that's a, that's prime time late. I could have sworn it was nighttime. I'm pretty sure that's a big reason that's, why. That's I put it prime as time late night football. Why would you want anything else? I think the reason I even I put it as our game. Uh, Syracuse Clemson's at 11 a.m. That's so dumb, man. That is. They dumb. Did that that's an awful. Michigan. They did that for Michigan and Penn State too. The late game is TCU. Make a little sleeper pick. Iowa TCU. Iowa versus Ohio State. Who we got now? Uh, don't talk. <laughs> the other CJ Stroud is gonna he's gonna have an absolute heyday. Seven touchdowns. Spencer Petras is gonna have an absolute he's gonna have mayday. He's gonna have thirty yards and <laughs> six picks. This is the game Spencer Petras. <laughs> this is gonna be the game Petras gets benched. What if they win? 
Did you hear what uh, Ryan Ferentz said <laughs> when asked what what good, what harm would it do if you put in your uh, backup? I don't remember his response, but he I just, said, "What good would it do?" Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you mean? You don't want to try someone I don't else? Want to try winning, dude. Oh. We're gonna move on I'm to the stats. Move on to the fun. He's the worst. He's we gotta like kill. Last we got to kill these quizzes game. this week, boys. We've got one quiz. We've got Pardo. We've got Weddle. Bro, he's got two touchdowns. we got to kill these. Interceptions on the what we're going to do here is we're going to start a, a new quiz here. It is the NFL 2010's All-Decade Team. There are 53 players here. Frank Gore. Um, multiple positions. It's going to tell us the teams that these players played for, and we have to guess 53 players in 10 minutes. We're going to try to do the best we can. These guys are already thinking, so I'm going to hit play here. Let's go down the line. Quarterback New England. Tom Brady. We're going to go Tom Brady. And then, is it not Brett Favre? It's Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And then I'm pretty confident this is Frank Gore. Frank Gore. Yeah, I think yeah. Frank Gore and then Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. Shane McCoy. Can I just put McCoy? Okay, good. Uh, Peterson. Yeah, yeah, Johnson. Oh. Oh, we got Jason Peters. And Patrick. Okay, uh, wide receiver Calvin Johnson. And then Antonio, no. Arizona would have been Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Oh, I see that one, yeah. Oh. Pitt. Larry Fitz, Pitt, Oakland, New England. Antonio Brown? That's the only one I can think of. Would he be on? He went to Oakland. I don't. Are they putting Antonio Brown on the? Oh my god. Depending on his Julio. Julio. Flex is probably. Flex. Uh, San Diego, New Orleans. Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles. That's a big one. Tight end Gronk. Gronk. Kelsey. Kelsey. And then Joe Thomas. This is where we're going to struggle. Uh, uh, offensive line Zach Martin. Martin. Dude, the... Has he been there? No. No. Uh, dude, oh, the tackle, Cowboys... Uh, the Cowboys have produced a lot. Tackle... What's his name? Sean Lee? No. Left tackle. He plays left tackle. Obviously. Um, the Cowboys have produced a lot they of offense. I know he was a staple. He was a staple left tackle for the Dallas Cowboys for years. Why can't I think of his freaking name? He was like Jack, bro. Number 77. Tyron Smith. That's his name. Tyron Smith. Did I spell that right? Yeah, I did. San Francisco tackle? You're going to give me a... Whitworth? He played for more than... Wait, no. No. Uh, Stallworth. No. Staley. Joe Staley. I'm not going to know none of these tackles, bro. Guard. Good job on these linemen. Michael Orr. No. No. Um, <laughs> Baltimore guard. We can skip the linemen for now, too, if we need to. Okay, that's fine. Uh, we've got defensive ends. Houston Wait, defensive end. Do, uh, JJ Watt, right? Yeah. Do Pittsburgh... Um, Here? Maurice Pouncey. Oh, yeah. Pouncey. Marquise. Marquise, my bad. I thought it was Maurice. I thought it was too. I don't remember. Uh, There's two. Green Bay, <laughs> Carolina. That's a. Uh, what position? D end? D end. D 
Dude, the first one I thought of was Julius Peppers. Yeah. For D. Yeah. Julius Peppers. The first one I thought of. Where the frick is Arizona and would that be Jacksonville? Yeah. Gross. Um. Oh frick! What is his name? Calais Campbell. He played at Arizona. I think so. Or for Arizona? I think so. I don't know if I'm spelling that right, dude. I'm just gonna go. There we go. Yep. Um, New Orleans. Uh, Vilma. Where's he at linebacker? I mean, you can still get him. Vilma was a linebacker at least. I doubt he's on it though. New Orleans defensive end. Cameron Jordan. Would he be on the all 2010s though? Cameron Jordan. Okay. That's crazy. Uh, That's Sue. Where? The top D tackle. Or I guess not second D tackle. I didn't see the Rams one there. Detroit, Miami. Oh, okay. I was going to you're. Dude, gonna need some. Just Sue, S U E. Or S-U-H. 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 Just like, just I'm just going to put S-U-H then, huh? So, dude, wasn't spelling. Fletcher Cox. Yep. Well, we skipped the Rams one. Yeah, I want to get that one. Uh, it's Aaron Donald. Donald. Yeah. That's why I skipped it. That guy in 2010. Yeah. Cincinnati, uh, Carlos Dunlap. Oh, no. I'll try just Dunlap. Cincinnati D tackle. That a lot of dirty players I, That's the only one I can think of. That would be in all 2010s. Von Miller. Yeah. Luke Keekly. Uh, and then Von Miller's played Bobby Wack. Bobby Wack, dude. Legion of Boom. That defense is crazy. I miss that defense. And then it's one of the Smiths. I can't think of his name for San Fran. Wouldn't it? that be? Um, The man, Patrick Willis. Oh, Pat Willis, bro. Um, Oakland, Chicago would be Khalil Mack, right? No, but he's also played for the chart. Oh, he was, skipped San Fran. Uh, San Fran's. What, what? Sorry? Patrick Willis. Okay. New England, Arizona. For a linebacker? Chandler Jones? They don't have, the like, Jets. up-to-date teams on it, so this has to be an old one. Jets, Tampa Bay. I know they don't. Jets, Tampa Bay, New England, Kansas City, corners. Darrell Revis. Yeah, dude. Revis Island, baby. Revis. Wasn't sure. I didn't remember how Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. Oh, I think they're just doing it for the 2010 era with teams that are on. That makes sense. Um, Safety, Seattle, and Baltimore. Earl uh, Thomas? Yeah. Played for Baltimore? Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Safety for Kansas City. Ed Reed? No, not Ed Reed. Tyron Matthew? No. No. It'd be um, Eric Berry. There it is. Eric Berry. Cancer guy. Yeah. Dude, shout out, man. Can't believe Safety, San Diego, Baltimore, Rams. Weddle. Eric Weddle. Weddle. Pearl and Weddle. He created Weddle, actually. Denver DBs, that that is? Yeah. Um, Chan Bailey? Dude, I'm forgetting about all these guys, bro. No? Unless I spelled Bailey wrong. No. Probably not. I don't think so. It's good. Denver defensive back. Champ Bailey. I feel like we're thinking of some... There's definitely one we're missing here. Arizona, Houston, Kansas City. 
Justin Reed, Ariadne, Ariadne. What? R-E-I-D. R-E-I-D. <laughs> no. It sounded like you were saying R-E-I-D. I was like, what? R-E-I-D. Dog? Denver. Ah, dude. It's like Denver defensive back. We're going to know. Um, Hecker. Yeah. Johnny Hecker. Punter for Oakland and Houston. Jamarcus Russell. No, no. Um, who was the the black partner that always showed off? Arquette King. Arquette King. It's not him. <laughs> he was fun. Are you sure it's not? No, there's no way. A punter? There was got to be. Dude, he was so fun. Oh, Sebastian Janikowski. No, he was a kicker. He was both. He was punter the punter for Oakland and Houston. He didn't punt. Pretty sure he did. I feel it starts with a B. I feel like his last name. Just get Tucker and uh, Goskowski. Too many letters. <laughs> uh, you might as well get Devin Hester and Percy Harvin too. Yeah, those are easy ones. I'm thinking of this punter. I feel like it's Sebastian Janikowski. Where did he do? Hello? No, I don't think it's Percy Harvin. Minnesota, Oakland, New England, Chicago. Okay, well, or Cordell Patterson. Or Cordell. Oh. He's not very first That's crazy. Punt returner from Kansas, Kansas City. City punt Tyreek Hill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oakland Houston punter, dude. I feel like that one's going to... Nope. I think that one's going to jump out at us. Trying to think of offensive linemen now. Yeah, that's pretty much what we're down to. I Okay, the two that I think are going to jump out to us when we see them in the next minute is uh, Denver's DB and this punter. Type in Brian Bulaga. Dude, what? Bulaga. No, it's B-U. No. It's another Dallas guard. Yeah, I was trying to think of Zach Martin or... It's not Travis Frederick. There you go. I literally said that earlier. I spelled Zach Rodman. <clears throat> uh, New Orleans? New Orleans, Green, Green Bay. Cleveland, Atlanta Center. That's what that's Who's a good Cleveland Center? Type in Mike Daniels real quick. No. I spelled Micron. Two, one. Here we go. All right. So Geno Atkins for Cincinnati. Shane Leckler. Never mind. I don't know who that is, but that's not the punter I was thinking. Oh, Chris, Chris Harris, Harris dude. dude. I didn't type in Tyrion Matthew at all. <laughs> Dummy. Marshall Yanda. Yeah. Dumb. I should have known Marshall Yanda. What's the average? I feel like we crushed that. Though. We, I think we did too. Average is 63%. We got 85%. So. I think we were pretty good. Geno Atkins. I think the only saying. ones that we should have got Chris Harris. Geno Atkins, Chris Harris, Tyron Matthew. I should we have definitely got that. I think, you, I think you may have spelled it wrong. I probably spelled Matthew wrong. Because you said Tyron Matthew for one of them. Yeah. Bless you. Um, uh, Marshall Yonda. So there's like Marshall three or four Yonda, that we yeah. should have gotten. Otherwise, I think we did really good there. So I'm cool with that. I'm cool Dude, that just shows right there. Offense tackles getting all love, bro. Offensive line. I'm cool. I knew majority of those offensive linemen. 
And I read Alex Mack, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I know who Alex Mack is. I know, but I'm saying, like, I also knew them. I didn't know the majority of them, but I knew the names. But, like, it's not like quarterbacks and, like, running backs. They don't – we know their names like that. I know a lot of offensive linemen. I know a lot of offensive linemen. We don't know the less of them, bro. We don't, we don't give love to where the love is needed. With that, we're going to get to our first spin here for Pertle and Weddle. If you haven't been here before, haven't been to this part of the video before, Pertle and Weddle, we like – or Pertle, not Weddle. Pertle, we like to do three random player wheel spins to give us kind of a handicap a little bit going into our final guesses. So we're going to get to our first spin. got Kobe Goat Bryant. Right now. It does have Kobe Goat Bryant on there. We can't get that player. Oh, my gosh. We almost just got it. We did. Montrez Harrell is our first player fan here that's not gonna give us a whole lot but we'll get to our get to our hands there 29 or 30 second to get Lonzo Ball baby get a little bit of Lonzo that's gonna give us absolutely nothing so we're looking in the Western Conference. Third, are, yeah. <laughs> Third spin here. Let's. We almost let him go, Kobe. Yeah, again. Walker. Keel Alexander. Yeah, Walker. Yeah, okay. I'm just gonna type Walker. Be. Wait. Hey, you got Alexander, Alexander Walker. There's no way it's gonna make me. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. All oh, right. We're in the West. Our spins are out of the way. We got West. He's gotta be a center. He's forward center. Over six center. center. Could be like a power, a really big power forward. 29-30 out of the west. Not looking northwest. And he's an old head. He's pretty Nikola old. Jokic. He's not that old. He's not 30. He's He could be 29. You can get the, Put it on there. 29. Put it on there. He's definitely not 29. He's not northwest too, by the way. Oh, shit. Gosh! But I didn't know he was in the Northwest. We're looking about six nine, six ten. So that's uh, cool. numbers over fifteen. Uh, uh, what division do you want to go out of here, Zach? Uh, I can't even think of a big from any of those teams. Legitimately, I can't <laughs> think of a single big. Except for Boban. That's the only one I can think of. Is Boban? Boban's old and he's got a high number. And he's like seven foot eight. Okay. <laughs> he's Bro, not six ten. Now, yeah. He's not six ten, you're right. Who are we thinking here for teams wise? Uh, Anthony Davis. Alright. I actually like that. I'm gonna be kinda of pissed if it was Anthony Davis, because I'm not thinking of like obvious people like that. Okay, not the Pacific, but we do have six ten and he he's is thirty. 30. Okay, so we're looking at what teams here officially then? Mavs, Rockets, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Spurs. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas? I don't mind that. I'm not sure that is, yeah. I don't mind that at all. Yeah. Okay, Southwest. 30. Guys, he's 30. He's not a center, so he's got to be a forward. Wait, okay, so we're looking at an older forward here. Um, I was, was going to say Christian Woods, but he was thinking Mavs. Yeah. Spurs don't have anybody um, old, know, do they? Maxi Kleber. Yeah. Kleber. Kleber. However you pronounce that. I don't know if he's that old. I. Maybe. Max Kleber. Good job, Joe. 
Dude, we weren't even close with any of the numbers that we had. We really I think our highest number was 17. It was. That's disgusting. I just was thinking like a forward, older, Mavericks, you know, type beat. As soon as I said Mavericks, Joe was on. I was like, I know Mavericks. hammered right now. Damn, all right. So, decently short. I'm thinking running back, pretty young, 26, 27, higher number. NFC running back. NFC. Miles Sanders. No, I'm just kidding. He's young as hell. Might, well, uh, yeah, might as well. Just get it out of the way. We are looking at running back 5'11". He is 26 or 7. No, we already knew that. Number is lower than 26. So we have between 11 and 26 for number. Running back 5'11". Not out of the NFC East. Dalvin Cook. No, his number is four. I stand by what I said. <laughs> it's impossible. <at> least. <laughs> we can get the division out of the way if we want to take a guess here. I would say like DeAndre Swift. Why? I don't know. No. Hello. He said no. His number is like thirty something. No, it's not. It's twenty six. Thirty two. Thirty two. Fuck. But it's not the NFC North or East, so I mean. I know my. NFC. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. NFC South. Uh, Devonta Freeman. What? I don't know. Is he even so playing? No. I don't know. I just don't play the Thugs. I don't know the Thugs. Al's year is the running. Alan number. Kamara. Too low number. Al's year. Alan Kamara's number, what? 41. Yes, he is. He's number 41. Uh, Algier is not 20. He might be. Who else is in that division? Leonard Fournette. No, I think he's too young. don't remember that. Leonard Fournette could be around no, that age. He's not that old. Let's get the division out of the way. Yeah. He's not old. NFC I mean, South. Oh, shoot. Sure. It is NFC South. He's 26. Dude, how do you spell that name? GMC. A-L-G-E-I-E-R. Is it not? What's his last name? <laughs> it's Algier. What's his last name? I'll find it. Let me see. Just tell me if you guys don't have him as a as an active player. Are you kidding me? Tyler Algier. Right here. Dang, not Atlanta. Uh, Tampa Bay Atlanta. Is it CMC? CMC is taller than 5'11. I don't. He is. Uh, well, I don't know that for sure. Uh, I don't know. Number. He's like 6'1. And Christian McCaffrey's number like 32. Yeah. Mm. Wait, no, he's 22. Is he 22? Who tried McCaffrey? Fuck it. Okay. Christian. Nice job, Zach. <laughs> is it McCaffrey? Let's get into oh, yeah. the hard mode here. Bro, he had a he had a decent game. That's huge. That's that huge. huge. We That's got offense. Huge. We NBA have suck you. AFC offense six four quarterback. 29, 29. Quarterback or tight end. Or 29, 20, 29. Daryl Waller. Whoa. Not AFC West. Jeanette McCurdy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Mark Andrews. Oh, I actually really like that. I think you're right on the age. Tight end. So we have 
29. And his number is either... 88. This is going to help us. I think 87. It's like a 87 or 88. Son of a bitch. I don't think. We just think. need an AFC. We need... Uh, AFC South. Who are, who are we looking at AFC South? NFL divisions are not... Antonio right. Gates. What? He used to play. <laughs> It's hard. It's a hard moment. So, I, I really don't think this guy's Cook. First. What? I don't know. What do I really don't think this guy's Skip the first three strings. Uh, you don't think he's in the first three strings? Probably I feel not. like we're getting scared. AFC South. Dallas Clark. Mike Gusecki. Mike Ditka. Gusecki plays for the Dolphins, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we are AFC South. South, for sure. For sure, AFC South. Dude, we've literally gotten everything. All yellow. We literally have that he is 6'4", he is 29, and his number is is 87. And we have the division. Oh, Oh, goodness. What What are the AFC South teams? Colts, Texans, Jags. Titans. Chalked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it, my brain's telling me Titans. My brain's telling me Texans. Is it? Dude, <laughs> the Colts, so we're all screwed here. Oh, Jesus. Wait, what's that, what's that Colts tight end that scored a touchdown? Therese <laughs> <laughs> Fountain. No, it's Brown. Something Brown. Well, let's try. Let's try. There's a lot of Browns. Andrew Brown, Anthony Brown. It gives teams for these guys. Oh, because there's two Anthony Browns. Ben Brown, Bobby Brown, Britton Brown, Cam Brown, Deontay Brown, Derek Brown, Juan Brown, Deame Brown, Ernest Brown. Deame Brown, that name sounds something. Ernest, it sounds something. Ernest Brown, the fourth. Equanimius St. Brown. Equanimius. Evan Brown, Jayon Brown, Jordan Brown, Malcolm Brown, Marquise Brown, Mike Brown. Dude, where's Jalen Brown? I think it's, it's not Noah Brown. He plays for the... I don't even think it's Brown. Dude, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm just gonna look up a cold side and then we'll say it. <laughs> I can't even think of a cold side. <laughs> I can't now. Mo Alley Cox. Mo Alley Cox. There you go. It's too late to apologize. Okay, it's not Indy. It is not Indy. We have literally everything. <laughs> Let's look at the Jags. Tight ends. I don't even know. No idea. Jags tight ends. Uh, tight ends. Dan Arnold. Their tight end's really young, isn't he? Evan Ingram. Yeah, do Evan Ingram instead. All right. It's okay. It's not Jacksonville. Um, all right. What's the other team we're looking at? Houston. <laughs> Fells. Houston. Darren Fells. Nope, he doesn't play anymore. Austin Hooper. I don't think it's that guy. I don't think it is either. Tennessee. It's Tennessee. Tennessee. That's I knew Austin Hooper. I also knew Austin Hooper. Tennessee fourth string tight end. Who do we got? Uh, literally, it's their, it's uh, yeah, it's their fourth string. Uh, Kevin Radar. Number eighty-seven. Oh, I don't know. Kevin ain't even in the game. Raider. Close. Oh, that guy. We need someone who's 29. <coughs> Number oh, 27. Uh, Geoff Swain. Jeff Swain. What the fuck is that? AM. <laughs> Jeff Swain. I know that guy. He played for the Cowboys, too. He went to Texas. Who? I guess. 
did play for the Cowboys. Yeah. And Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen Jeff Swain. I've seen this guy too. I think he actually plays a little bit. Uh, he's caught seven passes. <laughs> Great, dude. Great. He plays. I knew that. He has six touchdowns in uh, seven years. <laughs> That's dope. Uh, he's got 94 hey, inches, though. Jeff Swaim, now I know that you play. Now I know I'll forget you tomorrow. The Titans, so. He literally had one relevant year. We're getting good. Yeah, he had 242 yards. We're getting, we're getting good at this. We're getting better. <laughs> Sorry, we're not. We don't know our third and fourth string players as well as we possibly. I'm never gonna just know wait the until players. I start. Just wait until I start playing Madden. I will have the most insane roster knowledge of anyone you ever you will ever talk to. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I think bro, I can learn rosters like. I think if you talk to like. Skippy and he'd probably know. Skip Bayless. Oh, really? Skippy? <laughs> Skippy. Yeah, I think Skip knows more than Skip. Or right now, fifth string tight end for the Colts. Say it. Oh, there's on the practice squad, bro. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> Either way. Colin Coward. Uh, He's got knowledge beyond knowledge. Pretty good showing in quizzes there. I yeah. mean, we could have got Purtle and Weddle a little quicker. Weird players today, but. Not really weird. They were, they were right there. Yeah. Actually, they were right there. They were actually right there, yeah. Um, either way. Justin Fields crumbled. I think we had a pretty good episode there. A lot of back and forth between these two. Maybe someday they'll get along. Maybe yeah, someday yeah. Zach won't hate on Joe's everything. <laughs> but when Joe realizes I don't hate Patrick Mahomes, but I hate the Chiefs, he'll understand. I literally said, I understand you hate the Chiefs. <laughs> Outside of that. Let's give Kirk Cousins a credit, too. Hey, man. He's having a good season. Thank you. Outside of that, we're going to wrap this episode up. Again. Once again, if you want to support, best thing you can do if you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. I'll do it this time. Ring the bell so you don't miss another episode. I really don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do all those. I'm really not. I'm actually going to put nothing there. <laughs> so are you doing all For those of you listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Zach is motioning a lot of gestures, so I have to edit something in. I'm not going to do it, but if you're listening over there, while you're at it, make sure to uh, follow us over there. Give us a rating. Five stars help us get out there. Five stars help other people see and listen to what you're listening to. So if you enjoy it, why not give that rating so others can enjoy Share it? Share with your friends. It helps. Leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. Interact with us. Let us know how, what you thought of this episode. You know. Make your picks for college football. Go back and forth with us on some different things. Go back and forth with Zach on if, you know, Jimmy G's a good quarterback or Cooper Rush is the next Cowboys quarterback. I don't know. I watch, listen to five of our podcasts on my way to Joplin. Yeah. Dude, we say some off-the-wall stuff like that. We do sometimes. I, love- I listen to, like, our first five. Well, not the first one, first five, but, like, <laughs> some of the first five. Dude, we had some hot takes that just didn't pan out. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, y'all think I'm just crazy. Y'all should hear something. Y'all think I know I say some crazy we're, we're here to entertain you guys, and we hope you are entertained. That's episode 23 in the books. We're going to get back Not to you next goes. week. <laughs> we're we're going to get back to you next week with our Kobe episode. Kobe 24. We'll see you then. Peace.